It's the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Watch it now, game talk, movie talk, and sometimes even much of sports talk. It's an instrumental. Bernie and Jeff and Gus and Jack and Joel and Griffin and sometimes even Gavin. This is the Rooster Teeth Podcast. No one likes that, but sometimes he's an okay guy, yeah. Fucking love jumping podcast. Fuck that one. Hey, it's the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Yeah. This is my first time on the Rooster Teeth Podcast. I'm very excited. Yeah, we got Bernie Burns. Hey! Marshall. I'm a veteran on the Rooster Teeth Podcast. You're a veteran. Long time listener, first time caller. I'm just going to hum over the top of the intro. And Carrie. Hello there, everybody. How's everyone doing? So did we explain why we changed the name to the Rooster Teeth Podcast? No. Branding. Awesome branding. Yeah. Fucking unified message and stuff. There was a little bit of a backlash from the change. Nah. You don't think so? Nah. I saw, I saw backlash. Yeah, I saw backlash. Yeah, I saw backlash. But I don't know why they're bitching. It's, it's the exact same content. Wait a minute, wait. You don't know why they're bitching? Or that's, Something on the back. internet the changed, internet. and people complained about it, and you don't understand why that happened? Eh, whatever. It's, a, it's the exact same thing. A rose by any other name would smell just as sweet, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It's fucking Shakespeare, man. That's, that's, that's the real truth. Okay. It's too bad Brandon's not here. I would like to have quizzed him to see if that was Shakespeare. <laughs> Speaking of Brandon, I want to get this started with oh, a conversation I had with Brandon yesterday. And luckily, Carrie, Carrie's here to back me up because Carrie was sitting there when it happened. I love you, Brandon. So, <laughs> we were talking about the iPhone, you know, the Apple announced the iPhone 4S yesterday. And uh, Brandon was talking about how he was hiking one time and he wasn't worried about getting lost because he had his iPhone and he had Google Maps on it. Okay. And he said he became concerned because what if he lost signal? Then he wouldn't have Google Maps, but then he was like, but I have the compass, and that still works. Right. And I said... So far, so good. I, no, yeah, so far, so good. And I said, how does the compass on the iPhone work? I said, if the radio's disabled, you don't get a signal, does the compass still work? You've got to stop saying compass, yeah, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> Compass? How do you say it? Compass. Compass. Okay, does the compass still work? And, and uh, he said, yeah, it still works. And I, I didn't believe him, so I checked. I enabled airplane mode on my phone, and the, the compass still worked just fine. I was like, that's weird. I, I, you know, I don't know how it works. Hmm. And Brandon, like if you had your compass, you could tell which way Chicago was. Right. Okay. <laughs> so I, 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 Brandon said there must be a magnet in there. And I said, I don't think there's a magnet because it would fuck with the cell phone. So mm-hmm. then he goes, well, you know how magnets work anyway, right? Oh, here we go. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. He goes, you know. It's I got to admit, I'm actually salivating a little bit now. <laughs> like, yeah. Bob Lobb's dog. Yeah. Like, knowing that Brandon's coming with a scientific mm, Delicious, delicious magnet. <laughs> the, the, you know, there's a giant mineral deposit in Canada. That uh, attracts all the magnets in the world, and uh, that's why they all point to it. And I go, yep. He goes, yeah, it's, it's right under the South Pole in Canada is where this uh, mineral deposit is. I go, yep, yep, that's why all magnets point north. <laughs> and he goes, uh, and I said, excuse me, I had to leave. <laughs> you had this like, like, look on your face. Like, the second you said that, like, your entire face changed to, like, I have to not laugh right now. <laughs> so I, I went down to my office to start typing this down, and then, like, Two seconds later, he came rushing in behind me. He's like, I just want to clarify something. <laughs> he goes, I know that the South Pole's in Antarctica. I'm talking about the magnetic South Pole. That's in Canada. <laughs> oh, my God. And I said, yeah. Uh, under, under the mineral deposit. Yeah, on top of the mineral deposit. Top, That's sorry. why all magnets point to it. And I go, yeah. And he goes, he just gave me a quizzical look. And I go, Brandon, we're agreeing here. He goes, okay, okay. I just get a little nervous sometimes working here. I said, I, I totally agree with you. Magnets point north because there's a giant mineral deposit in Canada that's where the South Pole is. The magnetic South Pole. The ball. magnetic South Pole. Yeah. And he goes, okay. He kind of gave me a quizzical look and walked out. It's right under the southern lights. <laughs> Man, I, I, that guy's a fucking scientist. <laughs> you know, you did, though, touch a little bit on something, which is, Carrie, this is a skill that we have developed over 
decades of being assholes, giving each other shit. And that is when someone starts talking out of their ass, everyone else is like, uh-huh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm, I'm following. Please continue. I don't, There's not a single break where we just even react or tell them, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, we're, we're just going to let you go all the way to the end of it. When this conversation happened, <laughs> Carrie was sitting behind Brandon, and I could see Carrie turn and look at me and give me a what the fuck look. And I was like, nope. Nope. Learn, Padwan. Learn. Just, just going to sit here and be like, yeah, totally. Just nod, furrow your brow a little bit and like, this is an interesting conversation. <laughs> yeah, and, Keep and, going. At first, I couldn't understand why you weren't like going off on him, and I was like, oh, Come podcast. It was like podcast. It's Tuesday. <laughs> it's like, let's save this. <laughs> so I started a text file on my computer called Conversations with Brandon, and I'm just going to type down things Brandon says there and, and, you, and save it for notes. And you put that on Twitter, and that you, were, you were, had this, this text file now on your computer, and then later on I was replying to you about, oh, the airline. Air travel, yeah. So I found, uh, I'll get to it in a second, but I tweeted something that I found in an airport in Orlando that Gus would love. And in the middle of the conversation going back and forth with some people who follow us on Twitter and Gus, all of a sudden Brandon pops up in the conversation. He goes, bring it on, Gus. And I said, I wonder if Brandon's defending himself by replying to completely the wrong thread. And then Brandon replied about an hour later, I've made a terrible mistake. (laughs) So the cover-up is always better than the initial explanation too, right? It's like watching someone try to cover desperately. My wife did something like that one time where it was like – you know, when you're married, you have date night, which is pathetic. Actually, you should say when you're married with kids, because, Gus, you probably don't have date night. Every night's date night, baby. Every night is date night. <laughs> but when you have kids, you have date night where you go out together. And uh, we went out somewhere, and then on the way home, as married couples do, <laughs> we're on the way home from date nights. So we're like, hey, we really need to stop and get some things, so why don't we just stop at Walmart <laughs> on the way home from date, romantic <laughs> well, date well, yeah. night? yeah. <laughs> of course. Well, yeah. So we, we're, Always low prices. We're, <laughs> we're dressed up to go out, so we stop at Walmart. Anyway, it's like 11.30 at night, maybe closer to midnight, and we had been out, you know, nice dinner and drinking. So we're in line, and we're getting checked out at Walmart, and my wife is just sitting there, and she's, like, looking around, and she's got kind of a thousand-yard stare. And she says, um, she goes, you know what? She goes, can you imagine, like, if, if, if things, like, really changed, and all of a sudden I had to get a job at Walmart? Like, what did it have to be to, like, get a job at Walmart and work at Walmart? And I go... Because the cashier's like foot away, she's literally she's so oblivious. She's saying that right in front of the cashier, and she looks up, and the cashier's like, like this smirk on her face, uh-huh. like you cunt, you cunt, checking out stuff. Then my wife goes into cover up mode. Oh, like man. we're already all like five sentences ahead of her. Like she doesn't realize she's like, oh fuck, I said this horrible thing. Now she's gonna try to cover it up. So then she goes oh, into my like, oh my god, she's like. But it'd be fun, you know, to, like, work at Walmart. It'd be great to have... I'm like, please, just stop fucking talking. Stop talking. And I will do that to my wife sometimes. Like, I'll get on my iPhone, I'll go, uh-huh, and I'll be tapping, and it's my notepad, and I have up. And I go, and I hold it up to her, and I just have written, stop talking. <laughs> I will do that like, occasionally. At that point, there's no covering up. You just gotta walk yeah. away. You're I, like, okay, I'm going to the car. <laughs> I do that to Joel sometimes. He was like, uh-huh, tap, 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 tap. Hey, Joel, look at this. It's like, shut the fuck up right we, now. We, we should get business cards made that just say stop talking. They have them. Oh, yeah, they do? They I do. read a story online of somebody who had stop talking business cards. Yeah, yeah. someone's going to hey, uh, here. We need a hand signal, like, like a baseball manager, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know what it Zip would be. Zip the lips. We just punch him in the mouth. 
But yeah, the cover up is usually better than the uh, than the initial faux paw, and it's, it's usually the person thinks they're being really slick, and they're like, "Oh, like I can cover this," and then they just embarrass the shit out of everybody. When I was uh, in college, I was at a, a blockbuster. You guys remember those? Oh yeah, remember those? What? Uh, and I was Very I was well. telling the guy who was working there. You Hold know, on one just, second. Let's let's figure this out. Carrie, have you ever had a blockbuster membership? I was a Hollywood video guy. Okay, so yeah. you did have a video store card yes. at one point. And how old are you? I'm 20. Okay, good. For Currently, you. as a state. Congratulations on that, by the way. And uh, we were making small talk, and I was telling him, "Yeah, you know, I'm getting a film degree, but I also, you know, I'm getting a marketing degree too, because I don't want to just be stupid and just get like a film degree, you know, because that's like kind of pointless." Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, "Yeah, you know, I mean, I got a film degree, and you know, I'm I'm working on some side projects right now, and 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 stuff, and you know, and uh, and then I, you know, I just kind of realized like, oh, this guy's." Working at Blockbuster because he has just a film degree, and uh, you know I I don't know I'm I'm one of those guys that like when I realize that I've I've said something stupid I just kind of like admit defeat I guess like there's I, I don't go for the cover up I'm just like well yeah I'm sorry I said that yep all right <laughs> well thanks for my movie I'll see you later did you say that to the guy uh, yeah I was like uh, yeah uh, sorry man I, yeah no my- did you say to the guy you work at Blockbuster because you have a film degree did I say that to him no yeah what was the thing you said that upset him no no. He was paranoid because he said he doesn't want to be dumb and just I, get a film degree. Yeah, yeah. To the yeah. guy who just had a film degree. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay. And was so working at Blockbuster. I missed the initial faux pas. Yeah. Okay, my apologies. So you said so I, did Marshall. I don't want to. I don't want to fuck my life up. Yeah, did it worry so. you when you were getting a film degree and you met somebody who had the same degree as you working at Blockbuster? Uh, no, it, it's it's bizarre. I'm like the one percent of people that have a business degree and a creative degree, but I use yeah. my creative degree and not my business degree. Okay. Um. So no, I would. I mean, I wouldn't do it. I mean, you know. I, I don't know. I covered all my bases. I guess I, I went, you know, business school and, and all that stuff. I'm gonna level with you. Marketing is not so. that great a degree either. Just it's so it's know. made up. <laughs> it's 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 100 made up. It's like business philosophy. Yeah, way. yeah. And like you look around in your marketing classes, and it's like all these like it's like 85 percent like pretty sorority girls that just want to do events and stuff. I'm paying attention. Please <laughs> continue. That sounds like a great idea. And uh, yeah, I mean, you just kind of realize that it's it holds no like. It's all made up. Like, all of marketing's just kind of made up. I went and spoke at a university this weekend. I went mm-hmm. and spoke at Full Sail down in Orlando, Florida. Uh, talk about Rooster Teeth and just, you know, talk to some of the students there. Because it's a, it's a school that originally started as a audio recording school for musicians. Oh, is that and, how it started? Yeah, for live shows. and the, oh. Apparently, that thing's been around since 79. Wow. Yeah. And uh, then they went and naturally just kind of evolved into – then television, the film production, and then with the digital revolution, multimedia. I mean, what is it called now? You know, just you know, digital video essentially. Multimedia. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it still new media? I don't or know. Not? If it's new media. media. That, there you go. Is it still new media? How about the newest media? How about that? <laughs> um, and so it was. Uh, it was anyway. It was pretty interesting to to talk to people who uh, you know are, are going to go out and try to get jobs with degrees, and then you know they're going through like a traditional education to then go out and get jobs in entertainment. Yeah. And it was. I, it, as part of my speech, I kind of had to cover up the fact of no one really here. There's very few people here that have degrees mm-hmm. in entertainment. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, you know, I own the company and my degree is in computer science. And I'm a little upset. I don't like talking about this. Your degree in film, what do you have? What is your official degree? A bachelor of science in radio, television, film. Of course. So you have a bachelor of science yes. in film. Yes, I had to take foreign language classes for film, but not for uh, business. I see. Mm hmm. Well, that makes sense. Well, yeah. There's right. a lot of foreign films. It's yeah. Science, of course. Very oh. few foreign countries have businesses. Well, Very, yeah. very few. <laughs> yeah. But the uh, the thing that always upsets me is Matt is the other guy who has a Bachelor of Science in film. 
and I have a Bachelor of Arts in Computer Science. Well, you already, have, well, yeah. <laughs> you, already you already have science in that line. Computer <laughs> yeah, science. You can't have two science. So you can't be Bachelor of Science Computer Science. It'd be redundant. Yeah. Do you know what fucking pisses me off most of all about that? <laughs> what's that? Is do you know what my my diploma or says on it? No, what's my? It's not my diploma. What goes up on the wall? Diploma. Yeah, diploma. Yeah. Diploma. See, I'm gonna hang this. Mine shit goes up. in the trash. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what mine or says? Or as I on say it, it diploma. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With your compost. The. Uh, my University of Texas at Austin diploma says on it what? Bachelor of Arts. That's it though. Yeah. It just says Bachelor of Arts. Yeah. I could have gotten that in fucking anything. It doesn't, well, it doesn't it doesn't say computer science on it. When you get a Bachelor of Arts, they don't put what your field of study is. What a big fuck you. <laughs> Did they put it on the Bachelor of Art people for you though? It's just like, oh, you know, it's it's on, the arts. On the bachelor, <laughs> your Bachelor of Science, it gives your specialization? It says uh, film or whatever? My diploma is still in an envelope somewhere yeah. in my parents' house. Uh, mine is too. <laughs> mine is in the top drawer of my filing cabinet. Like underneath <laughs> all the files because it's too big to like go sideways in there. Are you sure they just didn't like run out of ink while they were printing it? Like why? No, they, they just don't give a fuck. <laughs> you said, Welcome to the University of Texas where yeah. 50,000 people graduate a year. Yeah. And you know? I, they don't accept visa. What? They don't accept I try to pay like, – every time I try to pay stuff, I'm like, here's my card. It's like, no, we don't accept visa. They don't accept I'm – like, I'm like – Visa, right? We're, we're talking about the same company here. Visa, Visa. They, they, accept, Visa. they accept Mastercard. Yeah, they're like Sam's Club. They only take Discover. That's it. They have that's, a special. But that's even weirder. I mean, outrageous. That's so weird. Yep. You think of those two be like Visa and Mastercard being like ubiquitous and the same thing, pretty much. Do you know what Discover was? And I might be talking out of my ass here. I should get Brandon telling this, but uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Discover the Discover card is Sears. Did you know that? Really? Yeah, the Novus, it came out of Sears. And I'm going to have to look this up. I know I know it's like Discover Novus. I didn't realize that that came from Sears. I believe it might have been the original Sears card. Back when credit cards were, you got them from the department stores. You yeah. didn't get them like from these big people, you know, these central banks that are now too big to fail. Although I did get a kick-ass new credit card. Mm-hmm. I got a new uh, uh American Airlines card, which brings me back to my Orlando story that I should talk about. <laughs> I was in, I was traveling to go to Full Sail, uh, and on the way back from uh, Orlando, the great, greatest thing about Orlando is they have a direct flight everywhere, obviously, mm-hmm. because everybody wants to go to Disney. It's a huge destination, mm-hmm. so it's a weird, smaller town, but still has this awesome airport. It's a serious like, airport. I mean, you can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You could probably go to, like, Japan direct from Orlando. Uh, it's probably, like, ten flights a day. But um, in the airport... They have this really cool thing. I have, at this point in my life, I have two and a half frequent flyer miles. Two and a half? Two and a half. Man, you've flown a lot. Two and a half million. I'm to the point now where I didn't mention the other zero. It's just two and a half, you know. I think I only have two and a half. That's what I'm at. <laughs> you got on the plane and got off. Yeah. <laughs> or you can't sit there. And you're like, oh, sorry. I'm out of here. The, um, so I have two and a half million frequent flyer miles, and there's a lot of things that come with that, like you can get upgrades and things like that. They made me mm-hmm. what's called platinum for life. Which Are you is, honorary captain? You just go in there and fly the plane? I can fly one plane a year. <laughs> hey guys, you up? need four million for that. Well, for, for two and a half million, you can take off once a year. When you get to five million, they let you land once per year. <laughs> well, landing's the hard part. Yeah, exactly. That's why you need more miles yeah. to do it. But um, the coolest thing by far, though, that comes with that perk is that I get to skip the security line. I still have to go through security, but I don't have to wait in the line. I get to wow. go through what's called the first class line. That, or in some airports, they have a first class line, right? Mm-hmm. A priority access line. They don't have that in Orlando, though. Which I was kind of like, you know, being one of those bitchy travelers. Do you people like, realize who I am? <laughs> <laughs> do you see this card? No, but um, they do have a line that is called Gus, and you're going to like this. They have the expert travelers line. I love Ooh. it. And I said to the person, the, the TSA agent, who was very friendly and helpful. Um, and they had great hands. Um, 
I asked this person, I said, what is the expert traveler? How do I qualify as an expert traveler? They say, you can't be traveling with children, which in the Orlando airport is it's a big a, deal. A big yeah. deal. Yeah. You can't be traveling with children, and it's for business people and – and she looks at me, Gus, and she says this direct quote – and people who understand the rules of air travel. And I said, I have a friend who would kiss you if he heard you say that. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish there was that line everywhere at every airport. And so it was all, it was all like, dudes with laptop cases. Yeah. And it was like they were – I mean, you've never seen a faster line. Wow. <laughs> they were like, chunk, 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 chunk. They didn't even put us through the, the scanner, the, you know, the body scanner or anything so, like that. So here's my question, okay? When you go to fly, you know, you always want to get there like an hour and a half early or whatever, you know, just in case there's long lines or whatever. But if you show up – I've done this a couple times, not on purpose. You show up like – 15 minutes before the the plane and you like tell the people who's giving you your ticket like my plane leaves in 15 minutes yep. they're like oh come with me run run and then they just like zip you through everything why not just always do that this is this when we first started traveling this is with Gus Gus would book us uh, we'd have these these tickets that, that Gus was in charge of booking all of our airfare and we would say be flying to I don't know Comic-Con, San Diego. Okay. And a problem with living in Austin is there's no direct flights anywhere. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Except Dallas. We can fly direct to Dallas and that's it. But then we usually connect through Dallas to everywhere else. Well, a plane ride to San Diego was like seven hours. And then I look at my ticket and I realize I got a three-hour layover in Dallas. I'm like, God damn, that hmm. sucks. Hmm. There's planes that go to Austin every hour, Austin to Dallas. And I found out, come to find out, Gus, because he hadn't traveled very much, was intentionally booking us three and a half hour layover so that we could make our next plane. I'm like, fuck that. Get to give us 20 minutes. That's not true. That is absolutely that is true. Not true. That never how happened. can you deny how that? Can you say I never traveled by that point. By that point, I had already traveled extensively. Why did you do it then? Why I never you... did that. You're yes, making you this did. up. This is a false memory. That's not true. Somebody get somebody get Jeff or Matt because you or definitely Brandon. did that. No, Brandon wouldn't know. <laughs> you would intentionally do that. And no. I was the guy who I also. No. I don't think I don't think you could stand in the expert line with that kind of uh, no yeah. three hour they see your three hour layer and they get the fuck out of here <laughs> you don't know what the fuck you're doing but the uh, the the thing that I always do is if you don't check any bags mm-hmm. which first of all what a rookie move to check a bag anyway. yeah awful if you don't check a bag and you now print your boarding pass when you're at home mm-hmm. and you take it with you dude you can show up at the airport. 20 minutes before yep. your flight, and you're fine, and get on a, like a fucking bus. Do they have the um, the scanners here for security where you can do the mobile boarding pass at, at the security checkpoint yet? They do now. Austin's a little behind on everything. Okay. Like they, have, they, they have it now, though? Remember the rumor that we couldn't get the the x-ray machine? Yeah, the backscatter machine. What's it called? Backscatter? Mm-hmm. We couldn't get it because the floors were too weak, and it would collapse the airport. I think that's some bullshit architect. Like, <laughs> fuck that machine. We're not putting that in here. <laughs> Yeah, supposedly they had to hire a structural engineer to come out and like look at the floor and figure out if they could do it or not. Dude, it's a fucking airport. That thing's less than three years old. They don't know the capabilities of the, the airport. They just built the damn thing. Did they just it, do it it's, like it's twelve years old now. Did you know that? Is it really? It's crazy. It's still a good airport. Yeah, Austin's got a good airport. I like that the Austin airport. Like all all your food choices are local businesses. There's not mm-hmm. like a McDonald's. It's like you know the Slotskys, the Manja Pizza, the Salt Lick, Amy's. There's some Mahdi's in there, dude. There's a Mahdi's? Yeah, that was awesome. Except they also have the Auntie Anne's pretzels. They have that here? Yeah, we have it. It's a, it's, it, we always go right. Oh, it's on the other side. Yeah, it's on yeah. the other side. It's on the southwest side of the airport. But that's a, that's a business that I'm pretty sure only exists in airports. And malls. And malls. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Which is kind of weird when you think about it. I wonder if we're going to get a hot topic in our airport anytime soon. <laughs> 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 It'd be cool. We got like a, uh, an arcade. That would be <laughs> That'd great. Be cool. Yeah. Austin needs an arcade. Um, That'd be a great way to kill time. Mm-hmm. Austin has a really cool arcade. 
uh, up north, and you can look it up online. It's called Pinballs with a Z. Mm-hmm. In fact, we were going to hold uh, one of the nighttime events for RTX at Pinballs, and we had actually reserved the place until Gus fucked up and sold double the amount of tickets. And we couldn't go into pinballs because the fire marshal, the, the fire code, won't let us have that many people in there. If we had people sitting on other people's shoulders, we would have been okay. <laughs> and everybody wears a trench coat? Yeah. It would have been fine. You guys been to uh, Kung Fu Saloon? No. It's uh, it's just like, uh, have you guys been to Barcade in New York? Like, uh, I have been to Barcade yeah, in New yeah, York, yeah. yeah. It's uh, the same thing. It's, it's really cool. It's cool. Yeah. I, I had one of the funniest conversations ever with a fucking douchebag New Yorker yeah. at Barcade because we <laughs> <laughs> this was this was awesome. Remember when Jason moved, who plays Tucker, he moved to New York for a little while? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so he was in the process that he knew he was moving to New York. There was an event that they had for Red vs. Blue at the Lincoln Center in New York, and they showed us, and they showed some other machinima stuff. And I I went back and looked at some, like, recordings of that event. I didn't realize that one of the guys that was working on machinima and showed a piece at that Lincoln Center event was Zay Frank. Oh, really? Yeah, that was really weird. He did something with Paul Marino. Huh. uh, Who's, Paul is the... A guy that we love. He's a, he's um, kind of the uh, global authority of Machinima and runs the Machinima Academy. And now he's like lead Cinemags guy over on the uh, uh, Bioware. Yeah, the Old Republic mm-hmm. MMO that's coming out. Mm-hmm. So, and that's a lot of fucking cinematics in that mm-hmm. game. Um, anyway, so we go out with some of these other filmmakers, like these New York artists, and the after party was at Barcade, and we met this guy who is definitely a legitimate filmmaker, and I'm not going to name him by name, uh, but. He was having a conversation with Jason, and we were talking about, yeah, this is cool. We don't have anything. This barcade thing is like a cool concept. And he's like, it's okay. He goes, you know, it's a pretty touristy place, you know, this <laughs> the kind of thing where we take people when we're doing stuff with people from out of town. And I, and I was like, oh, yeah? <laughs> this guy's being pretty upfront. And he goes, he goes, yeah, you know, you know, we're New Yorkers, and we just do like a New Yorker event. We go to other bars. And, and uh, Jason goes, what bars? And he goes, well, you guys are from New York, so I shouldn't really tell you. And I was like, oh wow. And Jason goes, Jason goes, well, actually, I'm moving to New York, and so I'll be here in a couple of months. And the guy, like, looks at Jason, and he looks him up and down, and he goes, I'll tell you when you move here. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it was, it was, Unbelievably douchey. Wow. Unbelievably douchey. Wow. So it was like, and then some of those things were just like, we looked at each other for a little, like, four or five seconds, and then it's just, you just turn and just walk. Everybody <laughs> walks away. It's like, this conversation is over. Wow, that guy was too cool. You got to hang out with him. He's a pretty cool dude. You're yeah. so lucky. And the best part about it was, he ended up uh, in Austin, like, a year later. He was directing a film in Austin, and we went by to see him. And it was like, <laughs> he's like, so where are some good places to hang out in Austin? I'm like, well, you know. <laughs> You really haven't been here long enough. I'll let you know. I'll let you know if you move here. Just go to the airport and there's local restaurants there. <laughs> we have a McDonald's. That's cool. That's one of the things I really do love about Austin, though, is there's tons of just local chains almost. Like, yeah. one of my favorite places to go in Austin we never talk about is Thundercloud. I love that place. Uh, What's wrong with Thundercloud? Yeah. Okay, you- I think I, I'm going to guess what your problem is. There's two businesses in Austin. There's Thundercloud Subs. And there's Amy's Ice Cream. And I don't know who they hire from, but they must use the same contract <laughs> temporary agency because all they employ are dirty hippies yeah. with tons of piercings and which, tattoos and, dre- and dreads usually. Which I have no problem with except when you order a sandwich. You want it in the next, I don't know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. So is that your problem? Yeah, that's my problem. I had a feeling yeah, that's going to be the problem. I just hate their fucking jingle. That's oh, all yeah, 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 I can't stand it. Yeah. 
That is that is a bad deal. Like the low Thunder velocity cloud. change. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I just I'll take the thundercloud jingle over the misty Mister Gaddy's jingle any day of the week though. Mister Gaddy's is a pizza I, place here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you that. Oh, my God. With that fucking phone number? They just the Gaddy's Pizza commercial, though, helps me remember what the, the yellow cab phone number is. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> they're, they're, the numbers are flipped. The, you just flip the nine and the two in, the, in there. Yeah. When you're really drunk and you need to call a taxi, it's super helpful. Is this pizza? <laughs> I need pizza or a cab. <laughs> Do you have one of those? <laughs> it, it, is, it is fucking crazy when you analyze how memory works. It just, like... It just shows your brain is just faking it, right? I mean, <laughs> oh, the yeah. way you remember stuff is so non-linear yeah. in like this convoluted way that it gets it makes its way into your memory. And then if you actually sit down and say, "I'm just going to remember this number for what it is," you can't do it. You can't. You have to come up with some random like to trick your brain to retain information. Well, mm-hmm. There was uh, I watched a Hey Arnold growing up. I love that show. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Uh, and there was an episode where it was like in or, in order to like the I don't remember which kid it was, but in order for him to like uh, do good on his test. He would like make up rhymes and like little songs, like including all this like historical facts or whatever. It's just bizarre that like you know it's true. It's like you can know every word to an entire album and 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 still like fail all your tests because you just can't remember like those facts, but you can remember all the words. Like it's just crazy. It is. It's nuts. I was teaching when my kid was three. I was teaching him the fifty capitals, and it was crazy to watch how like he retained that information. It's it's scary that like. A baby's brain is the, like, most functional, highest, like, best-working brain out of, like, any person alive, right? I don't know, dude. You don't ba- think so? Babies don't know shit. Yeah. Well, okay, maybe not one. I mean, like, you first, first five years of life, how much do you learn in first five years of life? There's a lot it. to learn, though. It's outrageous. Yeah. So yeah, it's easy it's to learn outrageous. stuff you're learning everything. Well, it's like, I, know someone, I already know everything, so it's you, hard to if learn you go to If you go to a foreign country and you stay there for five years... Like you're gonna get to know the language pretty well, but like right. not not at all like a mm-hmm. like a child, you know. Mm-hmm. When does when does that close off? Like it'll twelve or thirteen language stuff. Um, it's sometime in the early teens, I think. Yeah, I had a friend who was uh, who moved from England to America when he was like fourteen or fifteen or something like that, and he learned the language. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Go on. Yeah, it was really bizarre. You're really destroying uh, your own point. <laughs> <laughs> no, his accent was like so strange. Like it was because he moved at that time. Like if he moved, you know, a year earlier, he would have just had a straight American accent. Oh, a year sure. later, straight British accent. He had this weird, like hybrid in between. Like it made was fun sound- of by both. Yeah, made fun <laughs> of by both. It was bizarre. We're going down to Australia in a couple of weeks, and Ashley, who is was Jinx from the Frag Dolls, mm-hmm. so she retired from the Frag Dolls. I don't know if "retired" is the right word, but you know, she left the Frag Dolls, and then she got a job. At Xbox, mm-hmm. and she moved down to Sydney to work for Xbox Australia. It's pretty cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's been down there how long now? God, probably three years, I think. Maybe something like that. Yeah. Uh, and I've kept up with her on Twitter, and we talk on Twitter, but you know, it's I haven't heard her in a while. I'd be curious to see hmm. if she has picked up an Australian accent while she's down. Well, I'm willing to bet yes. Yeah, we think so too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think more likely you p- tend to pick up the cadence. Like you don't realize that in different areas they just have a different cadence. Hmm. I- I'd like to try to go like live somewhere for a while and try to pick up like a Scottish accent. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna sound really weird, but lately I've been watching a lot of Top Gear and listening to. Why would that sound weird? Well, no. Okay, Kira, you're so <laughs> weird, man. And uh, I've been watching Top Gear and listening to the Ricky Gervais podcast. I've been like listening to a lot of British media. Fucking traitor, you know. And it's, it's research. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Gus's face go on. <laughs> and uh, 
So sometimes I'll, I'll find myself thinking in a British accent now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Really? Go on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, what, no. What kind of things do you think in a British accent? Do you no, find no. you think about certain topics in an American accent versus a British accent? No, like just like my like. If you were to have inner monologue, tea, would that be in a British accent? Probably? Do you think six hours ahead? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like my inner monologue sometimes will be in a British accent now. Mm-hmm. Your inner monologue, but aren't yeah. you? Aren't you? Isn't your father British or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe so, it's, it's in your blood. Yeah. I guess, but I don't know. It's yeah, they, they, there's, there's a they they call that something when you're when you, the voice in your head has a different mm. accent. They call it schizophrenia. So you might want to go <laughs> see somebody. Do you master, does, do you masturbate in a different voice so that it's like you're with someone else? Uh, <laughs> You want to hear one of the? I read one of the creepiest things I've ever read online ever, and I read it on Reddit. I don't even know if I should say this. It's so fucking creepy. Say it. So people on the internet are are weird and creepy. This guy talked about a masturbation technique that he uses. Go on. Yes. Where it was, I don't even know what the thread was in, but he talked about this this way that he masturbates. Where he sits on his own hand until it falls asleep. Oh, the stranger. <laughs> and then he masturbates with his hand when it falls asleep, so it feels like somebody else. Can you use your hand? Like, I, I feel like I can't use my hand when it's asleep. Gus, I mean, if you reach a certain level of desperation, you can figure out a way to do it, I guess. It's like, you'd have to use the other hand to, like, move it, because my, 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 my sleep hand would be, like, dead. Is that a real thing, Carrie? The stranger? Yeah, it was uh, on the Dave Chappelle show. They, they talked about it at one point. <laughs> or is this stand up or something? You kind of ruined it for me a little bit because I thought, I'm so God, this guy is, is like the most pathetic genius ever. <laughs> <laughs> he puts his own hand I wonder if he gets lazy instead of sitting on it. Like sometimes he'll just tie a rubber band off and like to cut the circulation. And be like, I'm going to use you later. I don't know. I don't know. I just at some point it's just easier to meet people. <laughs> at, some, at some point you just got to break down and just work on the conversation skills. You know. I mean, if you get to that point, it's like. Wherever you're living, just move. It's not, it's not working out where you are. Just go n- try another city. Try another country. Any, go, anything else. Go find the cool bars in New York once you move there. <laughs> you might be able to find some cool people. Go to Barcade. With. Hang out for like six months. And just don't fuck anything up. Maybe they'll tell you where to you'll, go. You'll get initiated. You'll Jesus. find out the real bars. Jesus. That's funny. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how we can follow up that or like segue into anything else. Um, did you see The Wonder Years is on Netflix streaming now? How is that possible? I don't know. They they had to change the intro song, though. The like, they don't have the Joe Cocker cover yeah. of uh, what would you a, do little, a Little Help, help from My Friends. friends? Yeah. It's someone else singing it now, but all the other music's there. Yeah, uh, I've noticed that over time. Um, it's well, The Wonder Years, uh, for those of you who don't know, was a Fred Savage sitcom in the late 80s? Late 80s, early 90s. And it was all about growing up in the 50s and 60s. The 60s. So yeah, specifically the, it's the 60s because it was all the music from like the late 60s. And the music in the show was all popular music from the late 60s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was very important to the show. Like it was it was all throughout the show. And so it never went into syndication and it was never even on DVD. Mm-mm. And the people always wanted to watch The Wonder Years. It's real like sappy. It's nostalgic show. I, I liked it a lot. I mean yeah. I was like – I was super young when it was on. It was funny because when it was on – I don't. I mean, I don't know how old I was. I was born in '86, but like I saw a few episodes and I really, really liked them. But I always thought that it was an older show. 
Like, because right. it's it's set yeah. in you know it's set in that time period, and then like yeah, like ten years later, someone's like, no, it was made in the eighties. I was like, what? Marshall was made. What kind that of world? Fred is Savage this? guy looks great. <laughs> <laughs> he's fifty. He looks like he's twenty five. <laughs> you know, you know, you know what's a fucked up thing to think about? That show came out. That show premiered in eighty eight, and it was set in sixty eight. If someone made a TV show today about events twenty years ago, they'd be nineteen ninety one. Yeah, the, the people would be like watching Friends and Seinfeld. Yeah, right on the, on the show. That's that, that that's really creepy to me. Wow. Yeah. Someone someone I think we talked about it before. Somebody said that the last episode of Seinfeld aired thirteen years ago. Yeah, it was in ninety eight. Yeah, a little over thirteen uh, years well, ago. That's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Onion one time did a great uh, story about that. Where they said the U.S. Department of History warned that we're running out of nostalgia or running out of retro. I think I read that. Yeah, it was the it's Department of Nostalgia says we're running out of retro because things from four years ago now were considered retro, and it's like we're we're reaching a point at which retro will catch up to current time. It's a crisis. <laughs> well, it's a retro crisis we're having. <laughs> Guys, a brilliant article. retro deficiency. Yeah. I always wonder what the rules are on like oldies radio stations. Like, is it uh, like do they slowly? Yeah, are, are they stuck time? in their decade or, or they, yeah? yeah I never or is it like a set number of years back? Yeah. yeah at what point does oldies turn into classic rock? Right. You know, right. and is like does a classic rock station like call them up? And go, hey, don't fucking play the Who. <laughs> <laughs> Just two more years till we get Nirvana. <laughs> We have full rights to Abracadabra. <laughs> what is the Miller Band? Which, by the way, that was the first song that I memorized all the words to. Oh, yeah? Do you remember the first song they memorized all the words to? Oof. I'm going to play Abracadabra by the Steve Miller Band right oh, no, now. Man. Watch out. We're going to get. We won't be able to syndicate the show. Um, so you think Netflix just threw a ton of money at the Wonder they Years? They must have. They had to have. Yeah. But who, who, who are they throwing the money at? Are they throwing it at the Wonder Years or are they throwing it at the, so this, like the recording net, industry? Well, I mean, it ends up with the recording industry, I'm sure. Right. You know. Is this like Netflix just – are they scared that things are going downhill and like yeah. this is like a last-ditch effort kind of thing? Or what Suppose Wonder Years you think it's your last-ditch effort? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if people are clamoring for the Wonder Years that bad. Oh, we got to get back on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, it, really. it's, it's been, apparently, it's been in the works for a while. The, the CEO <laughs> had a blog entry about it like back in March saying that they were about to get it. And uh, I guess it just took them this long to, to figure it out. i, I got to be honest with you. I have never seen The Shine come off a company as fast as I've watched it come off of Netflix. Mm-hmm. A year ago, everyone talked about Netflix like it was the greatest company yeah. ever. Yeah. And now people are just pissed and don't but give a here's, shit here's the thing. Here's mm-hmm. the thing about Netflix, though. Like, you have one friend that has an account and, like, you know – a ton of people watch, like, the instant streaming, like, just on his account, you know? I don't know that. That's That's legal. Do you, you can't do that, do you, do you, Have you ever heard no. of that? No. What kind of cheap what fucking I, friends do you have? Like 10 bucks a month. It's eight. I wouldn't even ask my friends. I, I was, would be embarrassed uh, I to was be in, like, hey, can I glom off your eight bucks a month account? <laughs> I mean, I was in college about two or three years ago. So <laughs> It's like, here, are you going to finish that sandwich? <laughs> Can I can, can I bind your Netflix account to my Xbox Live? Account? It's literally all the media you can watch for eight bucks a month, and yeah. you guys do you guys like kick in like two bucks? Too cheap. Well, it's the same as like downloading the DVD. You know, I, I know that's a little different though because it's like yeah. you know, there's some dude you know one of your friends is paying for it. Is that me or you? It's me. Oh, yeah, that's uh, Gus's Mac kicked up in high gear. What are you doing over there? I don't know. You're rendering something? I'm fucking recording five tracks of audio at once. Let's not, let's not talk about high rendering. Tech. Let's not talk about rendering, please. Oh yeah, Kerry just came off of a massive crunch where he was. Uh, how, how how many? I don't even want to say it, but how many hours a week do you think you worked? I have no idea. Yeah, he was here pretty consistently. I mean, the whole at, time, at least twelve to eighteen hours a day, if not more, some days. Like you know, you can let the computers render for you, right? You don't have to do it yourself manually. <laughs> As you just sit there pushing a button. Come come on, you look at a notepad, one, zero, 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 one, one, <laughs> one, 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 one,
Did you guys see the clip that was online yesterday of the kid who made the the popsicle stick wave? Do you no. know what I'm talking about? Mm. It's very very strange. I'm gonna see if I can I can play it for you here. Um, oh, I got a little audio here of a kid making the stick bomb. Okay, you guys keep talking. I'll play okay. it for you. So, um, Carrie and I were really excited that. Uh, Apple announced the iPhone 4S yesterday, despite the fact that Marshall's not very excited about it. What, what, head. What, what iPhone do you have currently? Uh, the 3G. Uh, the 3G? Yeah, old and school. You're not, I don't know. You're not, you don't want to upgrade that badly? What, what are you doing, Joel? Hey, he came in. Come, come on in, in here. Come in. Come in. Come in. Joel, come in. Come in. Joel. We just finished hey. talking about Netflix, and we're going to talk about Apple. Sorry, guys. We're going to move microphones around for a second, so it might get a little bumpy. Should, Should I... Uh, Netflix? What are you talking about? I'm just making a bunch of noise. We were talking about Netflix. We were talking about how the shine came off of Netflix. And I, I've never seen a shine come off a company as fast as it's come off of Netflix. Yeah, that thing's a total uh, disaster. <laughs> that thing is a total disaster. Joel, I mean, don't pull any punches. They right. were uh, I, people are like speculating that they're going to sell off uh, an arm to uh, Amazon, and um, I, I don't know what they were doing. Like they're going to rebrand it or whatever. Oh yeah, the the physical quick, media quick portion has been quick renamed. Quick I bought that fucker at forty two dollars <laughs> and sold that fucker at two hundred and seventy dollars and got out. Well, and boy, God. am I happy! You probably should have bought more than one share. Then I did the. Uh, <laughs> what's it? What's it at now? Uh, it's like a hundred and ten or something. Wow! Yeah, now I, Joel, I stopped following it. I will never go back. Anymore. When you bought the shares, did you split them, share them with some of your friends? <laughs> I, I shared it with uh, Vegas. <laughs> I uh, I did the same thing that Joel did with Apple. Actually, I bought it at about eighty. Sold it at ninety. Nice, good for <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so only like a four hundred now. Yeah, I, yeah I'm glad I got out when I did. It, if you bought it at ninety, that means you bought it like two thousand seven. I bought it a long time ago. You're like the dude who took the first exit at the haunted house. Like the, the, the you know, like, oh, get out now. I saw the first one. I had my fun. I'm out of here. That's why uh, it's just you can second guess yourself to death because it's sort of like sometimes it just pays you know not to pay attention what happens to it after the fact. It's just I had a buddy of mine. His mother bought Dell. At, I want to say, eight dollars. She bought it at eight, and it went up, and she sold it at thirty-two. So she made four hundred percent on her investment, and she threw a big party, and it was an awesome party. Well, Dell went to like two hundred and fifty after <laughs> splitting. I think like six times. Dude. Dell in the nineties. You go look at that chart. Yeah, it was crazy. All those little triangles where it splits. It was just like. I mean, she would have been a multi, multi millionaire. Yeah, like all, like Google and Apple and all that. Like, if you, there's a book that I, Investors Business Daily writes. They're talking about the, like the top stocks that exist, like top growth stocks. And it's like those things, it's not like 600%. It's like 40,000%. Mm-hmm. Like, if you get into the right stock, it's like not 100%. It's not 200 It's like 40 or 50,000%. I mean, now, that's, that's. How do you find those stocks? They're, they're, you look in the history books. It's easy to tell it's, in uh, retrospect. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, well, that's it, 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 when, when, when things are going right, a growth stock is what you want. You know, I mean, it's like yeah. it's going to be that high PE, high earnings. Like, it's simple. Any stock that's got big, big earnings, you know, quarter see. over quarter, year over year, that's, that's what you want. Let me see if I'm understanding your, but your financial advice here correctly. You're saying a growth stock is good. Growth stock? That's right. <laughs> Companies with profits. <laughs> Invest in those. Stocks that grow. Well, well, now, well see, now I've no, totally reversed. I'm, you don't want growth stocks now. Anything that's high PE, I'm not. You don't want that. Now you probably want uh, – PE, you're talking profits to earning ratio? Yes. Well, price to earnings. Price to earnings. Price, price 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 now you want low You want low PE. You want a value stock now. Now we're in a different era, and now we want uh, dividend Or you stocks. could do that all along and just have a good investment strategy long term as opposed to just like jumping back and forth. 
You do a well, very good something, job. Something, no, I mean, something changes. I mean, things change. At, the, at 2008, it was time to buy growth stocks. We bought growth stocks. We got to the right growth fund. That time is over now. That it, It's over. Get out of the growth stocks, mostly, and get into dividend stocks. It's different times. Until I, we're, the market's going to keep going lower I, until I, they I, I used do to, more QE. I used to call him crazy and say he was insane, but... No, he's no, he's, he's, he's he's been dead on he's for a while. Has, been, has there been a single stock? That I've ever, has there been a time. single stock that I've ever mentioned ever that I was wrong about? I'm waiting you out. Yes. Yes. name one. I can't think of name one. a single <laughs> stock that I was wrong about. There was one we were talking about the other day. What was the one? When, what, when I was last you, on the you, podcast, I said, "What, what about gold?" I said, the, the, chul, "The the chart went parabolic. When charts get parabolic, it's probably going to trade back to 1600, mm-hmm. back towards the trend line. Here, here we are. We're back at 1600. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. In 2008, I bought Apple at. 142 and then the market tanked and it was like it doesn't matter because you have that conviction same thing with gold i'm telling you years from now it's going to be higher it's going to be much higher that's what it is yeah i believe gold could trade down to a thousand four hundred that's like the next stop it doesn't matter doesn't matter conviction <laughs> so you have a long so you do have a long-term strategy you're not just jumping from one thing to the next as, as the trends allow well, right right now the gold is a long-term strategy yeah okay I mean, so I'm going to show you guys the popsicle wave. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this some kid made this. I want you guys to fucking explain the physics of this to me. Let's get Brandon to explain it. <laughs> Come on. If I hate any website, I hate break.com. I got to say. Oh, uh, they've got a. Yeah. Do you guys talk about that thing that you linked? Uh... Just explain to me, Jill. You got to watch this to explain to me how this works. Three, two, one, go. That's uh, some kind of movie editing. Oh, that's crazy. How does that work? That's What's great. I have After Effects, very simple explanation. What is it? Magic. Oh, okay, there you go. It's a kid who made it like a, he's a big line of popsicle sticks on, on the let's, ground. Let's see how he starts it off. They're all made of Mentos. It's almost like a rope, and you do that thing where you flip the rope and make a wave yeah. in it, and then the wave goes down the rope. I think it's like... But this thing sustains for way longer than it should. There must be some kind of... I, I think it's how it's like weaved together. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's some kind of like together. tension in it. Yeah, yeah some kind of pressure. You spring it. That is weird, though. How come I don't know about that? That's awesome. That's it's awesome. not like popsicle sticks are a new technology. Why didn't I do that? And one? we love yeah. eating popsicles, so. How, yeah. they, how, the, how did they discover that? You want a thousand pop? I'll get you a thousand popsicle sticks tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, did, right you, did, you about, did you talk about that uh, light speed thing that you linked about? Uh, oh, the quantum physics thing? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I can't yeah. talk about it. Because yeah. that's fucked up. We were just talking a little while ago about how weird memory works, where your ability to remember something is so convoluted. Like, the reason why you remember a number is because you associate it with something else that you remember, and who knows why the fuck you remember that thing. And uh, what Joel was talking about, I was going to start talking about the quantum experiment as part of that, but it's just a sign that the universe is just fucking faking everything on the, on the smallest level. But it boils down to is observing things can affect the outcome, even yes. if you don't directly interact with it. Just the act, the act of observation can change the course of That makes, like, events. perception a lot more... Yes. That's weird. Context. Yeah. Like Con- that, we, that we give context to the universe, not that it gives context to us. It's, it's funny to me because like that's pretty much how your brain works. Your brain is nothing but making meaning out of things and context. And um, I mean, <laughs> you guys ever want to have go on? Lot- <laughs> As you were saying, please continue. Um, if you ever want to have fun. Go out with John Reed for lunch. John Reed is the voice actor who plays the director in Red vs. Blue. And he's this guy who's like – he's, he's like a hippie. He's got this cool, deep voice actor voice. But he has – he will talk about like numerology and 
philosophy and quantum physics and just the way the universe works and the and third, weave it all together. The third eye that's in your forehead and who weaves it with like spirituality and all this stuff. And he he will just at lunch he just goes crazy, crazy. It's awesome. It's really awesome. But only at lunches, not during dinner. It is. It is true. <laughs> it is true. It's like he just like he it's, it's just crazy all the stuff he talks about. Like he's a he's a master. A, what's called a Reiki master. Y'all, y'all ever heard of Reiki? Okay. No. Imagine. It's almost like massage is the closest thing I can think to it or acupressure, but you don't touch the person. Like I just like – here's me. There. I'm a Reiki master. I'm like with Marshall. I'm like getting close with my How hands. How long does it take to get certified? I don't know. You're <laughs> like the know. emperor from Star Wars is what I'm gathering here. Uh, yeah, you like tune energy and, and whatnot. So he, he's, he, he does that stuff too. Is that how Hoverhand started? In <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> like, yeah. You draw, you're drawing their soul out through your hand. <laughs> And so it's crazy. And like one of my favorite pictures that I've ever taken was uh, one of the first days that Michael Rage quit was in the office. I took him out to lunch with John Reed, and John was like going off on this big long tangent about spirituality and the history of conspiracy. There's always conspiracy layered in there too. Well, yeah. And uh, it's a picture of like Michael listening to John talk, and you see Michael's got like this thousand yard stare. <laughs> <laughs> and John is and John's in the background of the picture, like very like. Animated and impassioned about something he's, he's raking about. him with his voice. <laughs> but you should, guys, should definitely go out to lunch with John sometime. It's a blast. It's a, it's a interesting conversations that you can have with you. You can listen to from him. Did you have to bring him on here? It we should. Sh- it will challenge you. Yeah, we should. We should definitely bring John on the podcast. Maybe one of these days, whenever he has a, a Wednesday recording session, we'll see if we can get him in here for a little while. I'll, I'll do it. I'll schedule him on a Wednesday, sure. Yeah, that works. Maybe it'd probably have to be for next season, since this season's wrapped. You, you could do it all at the same time. You could do the dialogue and the podcast all at once. We have so his lines. So so yeah, we're, we we're recording audio. Yeah, chairman. Five. <laughs> Such an awesome... Five. There was, a, there was a time when I contemplated trying to play the director until we found John Reed, and his voice was just so fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um... But he uh, it makes you want to like smoke cigars and drink whiskey. It does. Just, yeah. It really does. And he has a he has like a methodology. He does like get into that character and get into that mm-hmm. voice because he doesn't. It's not quite there, you know, when he comes in, and then he like works on it yeah. to get it there. He smokes a cigar and drinks some whiskey. Yeah, and, and, then, and then he's there. He eats sand. <laughs> you ate sand. What's that from? I don't know. Raising Arizona. Oh, great uh, movie. Man, I haven't seen that movie forever. Mm-hmm. When there was no crawdad, we ate sand. You ate sand. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm quoting movies now. <laughs> so you're not going to upgrade your phone, Marshall. Back to what we were talking about okay. a long time ago. Uh, here's, here's my thing about Apple. Um, you have, like, the phone that's, like, three iterations old now. Yeah. I I own a lot of Apple products, and I hate Apple. Um, my phone, I stupidly upgraded to the new OS because, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. Uh, and now my phone doesn't work. My maps don't work. My phone is like like lethargically slow. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, I, I, I've decided that Apple, in their new OSs, sabotage all the older models of stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you get the it, sell, to like, sell oh my phone is so slow now. And if you know, if you don't know a lot about technology or marketing or deception or any of that stuff, you're like, oh, I should go out and buy the new one. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't. So your three-year-old phone is slow and sucks, so you don't want to buy a new phone. I'm not... Also, what, this phone has what, a big crack on the back a, of it. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm not a huge fan of updates. No, 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 anyway. no. no, no. I, I, want to hear, I want to hear this. <laughs> so the, the electronic device you've owned and used consistently for three years... You don't want to replace it. Why should like why does it run? And this is why is that weird? I'll, I'll just say no, this I'm is, asking him. I'll, I I'll say out. this is probably a stupid question. Okay. But why why would my phone run slower today than it did 
You're right. It's because of the new OS. They added more features. And the processor can't handle all the features? Exactly. That was the one thing that drove me absolutely crazy about the last iPhone is that the processor speed was just too yeah. slow. Because I remember uh, – I will always I will always pay to get faster processing speed. I remember being in like marketing classes and having students like you know raise their hand and, and say, well, you know, if, if we create a product that's too good, you know, people will buy it and they won't ever come back. So, you know, really you should only buy a product – or create products that only last for two or three years. Mm-hmm. People enjoy it and come back and buy more. I'm you sure just described the pharmaceuticals industry. That's, 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 in that's, that's, that's in every industry. Yeah. yeah. I mean – I mean, it's like, you know, it's like the engineer bolts to only last yeah. six years in your car, you know, mm-hmm. it's like designed. And it was like, I think I think for like 20 years of my life, I had thought that like people were good and there was no like pure evil uh-huh. in the world. And then after that guy well, said, no, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's it's like, it's like just, with cars, you'll get 100,000 mile warranty. But, you know, like you said, all the bolts are rated to 120,000 miles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just trying to make money. Yep. You it's know? really and, scary, and it's scary when you get into medicine and you wonder when was the last time they cured something. Was it polio? They, they can treat something. Actually, I think that's kind of out the window now because they essentially they've cured HPV because they made mm-hmm. a vaccine for HPV. Oh, right. If it's administered young enough. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, which is like polio too. I mean, you can't do it after you get polio. Yeah. Right. I mean, that, that's the argument, right? Where it's like, we're just going to like, we're not going to cure cancer. We're just going to treat it. That treat. way we have an income stream forever. Yeah. You know, and I'm not sure I buy that because it's like if you're a company that cures cancer, I mean, that's going to, you're going to make some money there. You're going to do yeah, well. But you could make more. Yeah, it's just uh, it's it's a creepy thing when you think about it too much. You know, it is. Yeah, like they cured lots of things. I, I mean, is some, did somebody rake in a shitload of money from the polio vaccine? Well, the funny thing March is, of is dimes, like, fuckers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All those dimes, they're <laughs> <laughs> rolling in them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and Apple. I mean, they also like you're like, oh, buy our new product because everyone buys it. And Apple products are great. And if you don't buy it, you're stupid. And oh, it's in a new color now, so it's better. See, see, for me, I like Apple products, and the reason it's simple is because it gives me the least amount of problems. I and like I like their products. I absolutely hate like their, I don't know, any kind of like the fanaticism, the the the, the marketing, and and like the the bigger like scarier evil like oh we we don't sell older products, we only sell the newest. I don't know. It's just listen never when, like it, it. when it comes to the iPhone in particular, just stop it. I mean, this is like a miraculous device. I mean, it's a you have access to a worldwide network you, of you, computers in your pocket. This yeah. is like a Star Trek item. It has more. It has like more processing power than what but, they had to put them to the moon. It's in your pocket. And and I agree. You know, I agree that iPhones are great and they're a superior product. But there's also a ton of other stuff out there that's that's almost just as good. If you time traveled back to '85 with this in your hand. They would be more impressed by this than the time travel machine that you showed up in probably. <laughs> the, go- the government would like – they would shoot you. They would shoot you for having this. I mean yeah. this week – I saw RoboCop on Netflix the other day, RoboCop. And part of RoboCop is they have a tracker on RoboCop. Maybe it was RoboCop 2. I don't know. They had, a, they had some tracking device and they cut the shots of the tracking device in the guy's hand. The made-up device that they had, that they just had to fake – Look eighty times shittier than this real thing that does that. It'll track stuff. It'll track where I am in the world. This tells me where I am in the world. I've learned since I had this thing. I now know that the street you, that I drive on it's not north and south. It's north. Yeah. It goes northwest. You always know where that large mineral deposit in Canada is now. Always, no matter where you are in the world. Where I am in relation to the South Pole. <laughs> that's information I can access at any point in time. Magnetic South Pole. It's it's weird to Magnetic think thank you, specifically. Karen. Like you wonder about like side streets and little communities. You wonder if they're, they're going to start blocking off roads now because everyone has a navigation device where it's just like, well, I'll just cut through here. Mm-hmm. And it's just sort of like everything. I, I, is I do totally that different. all the time. Mm-hmm. I cut through every, all, all. Yeah, I got my first speeding ticket already again. Like, first within, speeding ticket. This is not your first speeding well, ticket. Well, 
within having my car back. <laughs> Which was like <laughs> three, 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 three days. First speeding <laughs> ticket already again, I think. All right. <laughs> first speeding ticket of the quarter. Car, I got my car back three days later, speeding ticket. <laughs> You're like my ex-girlfriend with virginity. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, pick it up wherever. You know? Start over. Clean slate. How fast were you going? I was only going, I was going 80 and a 70. Seems stupid. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Why, why, why would they enforce that? I got a, a 77 and a 70 one time. I think why they enforce that because Joel drives a nice car. They don't ever stop me in my pickup. Never. No, it, it was a different it was a different experience driving a pickup truck around. It was it was so different. I'm not loaning my truck out to anybody anymore. I loaned my tr- truck to Griffin for a day. She fucking wrecked it. I loaned it to Joel for a week. He gets a towed. He got my truck towed. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That uh, that was not my fault. <laughs> How is it not your fault? That was not my fault. I, I, they gave me a sticker. The sticker, the sticker didn't stay in there. Of course it didn't, because it's 105 fucking degrees. It's just like the stickiness of the... <sighs> the glue's only raised 102 degrees. And I had so to... buy more glue. I had, to, I had to pay for all that. I had to, like, pay $200 to get the... Thi- I don't know. That's bullshit. That. Yeah, if the, you the had apartment to, complex should have compensated you for that. If you had the sticker... Well, you know what? There's no... There, I think we talked about this before. We, we talked about it, yeah. I always said if I got rich enough, I would just buy a tow truck that's big enough to tow tow trucks. And that's yeah. what I would do all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would just, if I see a guy, see a guy in a tow truck, I'd follow him until he goes to like a diner, goes in, I'd be like, whoop, tow away his truck. Up. I just didn't like the way you were parked. I decided I'm towing away your vehicle. And if you want to get it, if you want to get it off the, like he comes out and yelling at me, I'll be like, well, if I want to lower it, you got to pay me 70 bucks. Yeah. What is that? The, ho- the hook fee. <laughs> the hook fee. Come on. The go- guys- big government keeping the tow truck driver down. Yeah, you guys ever run into that before? Is it, is it true that if you're in the car, they can't tow it? Uh, That's I think I've they heard. can't move it, but they can ra- raise it. Like, can you yeah, just jump so. in your car like, and start that- like a protest? <laughs> yeah. Did you Did you actually live at the office for a month? Because uh, I noticed every morning I would show up in the morning, and the, yeah. and you were the only one who's here, hmm. and your hair was disheveled. Yeah. Hmm. And you're always walking around in the blanket. You're like the Obi Wan Kenobi of the office. <laughs> Always walking around in a blanket. Uh, there were there were there were some days where I stayed at Chris's. Uh, I'm 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 kind of on board with having yes. somebody. See, I'm on board uh, with having somebody here. That way, it's like if someone breaks in, trying yeah. to see. Yeah, that's you're yeah, that's why yeah, find Marshall sleeping. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. continue on. I was I was about to say, what do you think is going to happen? Marshall's going <laughs> to kung fu them out of the building. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm happy to have some like, too. So we have stolen stuff and a dead employee. We <laughs> <laughs> like Obi Wan Kenobi with blanket run. <laughs> He's got the force. Well, are you going to upgrade your phone? Um, yes. Okay. I will, too. You will also? I mean, I have an iPhone 4. I will upgrade mine. You have a phone as well. Does anybody want an iPhone right? 4? Not, not Marshall. Let me, let me say this, and I'll say this just for the record so you guys can stop yelling at me. I'm a simple man with simple needs. <laughs> no, but I see nothing. I see nothing wrong. No, I agree with you. I agree with you completely. It's like we. It's uh, back, you know, 10 years ago, I mean, or even... It's like the cycle on cell phones is getting shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter. Just go back to Monday. We didn't know about the iPhone 4S, and we were all perfectly fine. It's been two weeks, and you don't have a new phone? It's just like it's getting the – I don't know. So there's nothing wrong with having three years. I'm totally cool. But it it is lame that it gets slower. I mean, those updates. Your TV updated the other day. That's horrible. It's like (laughs) technology is going backwards. It's like you're – I was in the the middle of playing a game, and my TV popped up an overlay on top of the game and said – System update required. Update now, and I, like I can't see my game anymore. I'm getting fucking killed. Yeah, it's like when I signed up with uh, Time Warner. It was like, well, do you want the the phone thing? I was like, no, I don't want the phone. Oh, you want the phone thing? So it's got. The, it's like they just force you into having yeah. a home phone yeah. line because it's part of the package. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, it's this great feature now. Anytime that anyone calls this phone, uh, it's going to pop up on my TV. I don't even have a phone 
plugged in anywhere. I have a line now that's like marketers call my line now it pops up and on my TV. That's awesome. <laughs> so it's like a commercial just where there's no information. It just blocks entertainment. The best kind of commercial. You know, uh, what you don't realize too about these like DVRs and IP phones and all that is that there's – and Gus and I have dealt with this in our previous career. A lot of our emergency services are fed through those devices. And so you don't realize if you turn off your home phone, 911 is suddenly a problem for you. Like mm-hmm. you dial 911, how do they find you on a cell phone? They get you kind of close. I, it should be a point where soon I would think uh, phones would pass GPS information. Yeah, they they, they, they had they call it E nine one one. They yeah. had to they do it as of several now? years ago. Guys, like I don't know if that's a local. No, no, I'm serious. Nine one one text. I'm I'm serious. Look no, it up. you can't. You can you can text. Austin Police Department has an app yep. that you can text. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm stuff. having a less than three attack. <laughs> Please come help me. I heard law law shortage. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That'd be an awesome, like, missed text. <laughs> Autocorrect from, like, heart attack to I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> get a lawsuit. But um, same thing with IP phones. Like, they have to pass 911 information. You don't want people showing up at the co-location facility where all these things route to, you know, mm-hmm. for passing the, the information for address there. And likewise, I realized the other day that DVRs with the emergency broadcast system, they've now developed a way to break through the DVR. If you're watching, like, say, a show from Tuesday – well, like a lot of people do now, like I'm watching The Office on Friday, uh, they can pass severe weather information through your DVR really? and give you live updates. Yep. So you could be bothered during the recording of the show with outdated information that you're watching and then with current information as well. That is correct. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So do you think we'll see that with like uh, presidential addresses and stuff like that? What do you mean? Well, like if you're if you're watching something and then it's like, you know... They want to the old FCC rule where it has to be for the public good or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, I just I don't I don't know about that. I mean, I don't know if that passes from no, the I, I, broadcast. I think they would only pass through like information if it's like danger, okay. like emergency broadcast or severe weather, probably. Not like here, watch this. I don't care what you want to watch. Have you ever been scared by those emergency broadcast tests? Like you're in another room and then you don't hear the announcement that they're about to test it, and then all of a sudden you hear the tone. <laughs> Have you ever had that happen? No. I just no. always assume it's a test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they can test that too much, can't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has anyone ever heard like an actual warning? No, not even on nine eleven. They didn't use the emergency broadcast system. Like, what would it take? Huh? Aliens? It nukes? I always thought when I was a kid, I always imagined that it was like for warning of nuclear war, nuclear launch. Totally. Yeah. When we were younger, we had that drill, right? Right. Where they would. It's like that goes off. You go to the desk. Nuclear weapons. Yeah, we had that. We're old. The what? When we were like, I remember being in elementary school. It's like we're going to do the we're all going to get nuked drill. Uh, Yeah. And it's like okay, and the and the. Siren goes off and you get under the you desk under or whatever. The desk, the yeah. desk. Well, you also yeah. lived my in D.C., right? I did live in D.C., yeah. Shut so. the fuck up, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? My parents told me about that. Yeah, we, we did, yeah. living on the border, we didn't duck under the desk. We just fucking hightailed it from Mexico. Got the fuck out of here. <laughs> in my high school, we had drills where you held still in case a Tyrannosaurus Rex came into the classroom. Like, because they sense motion and everyone would just hold still for 30 seconds. I was the best at it. We, well, we had, we had the school shooting drills. That was our thing. Did you really? Yeah. You had school shooting drills. I went through yeah. a school shooting. Wow. So did anyone get hurt in your school shooting? I feel like we're, we're being... You're I kind of don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you're the one who brought it up! <laughs> um, he talked about yes. it once before. Your principal Some was held hostage, right? That's right. He yeah. talked about oh. it on the podcast a oh. long time ago, wow. I think. Yeah. Because you remember you looked it up and linked it. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, 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 we're yeah, gonna yeah. Get so We're going to get so old that it's just like we're just going to say the same podcast over and over again. Going, but we're not going gonna to get old. Yeah. We're going to get old. We, this is number 134. We're about this to have some repeats. Is why, this is why we got to talk about the current events science stuff. 
like the the, the speed of light thing. Okay, so here. the reason why you know it's hard science is because they were trying to prove something else, <laughs> right? And they're trying to prove something else. Like, oh, by the way, here's this. That's how you know it's hard science. Like how they discovered radioactivity, penicillin, and Viagra. Same thing. It's just like some. I don't even know what, they, what were they testing for. What were they looking for? Uh, I, I don't know. Viagra they, alternative. They were doing. Uh, we talking about for Viagra. Viagra was a <laughs> blood pressure medication, and it wasn't working. But all the uh, all the tests, people were like, "I have something to report." <laughs> 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 These nonstop boners. Well, it, it makes sense if you think about it. The an erection is just blood flow, right? Yeah, for you, maybe. We were outside. For me, there's a lot more that goes in. About this before, I need like, wine, uh, <laughs> and I need a, I need some, I need some excitement. <laughs> Uh, there's a Top Gear I need, I need a hand that's asleep. I need about five minutes at a wooden chair. That's <laughs> <laughs> called a callback. <laughs> we were, Joel, we were talking earlier about a guy I read online uh-huh. that he has a technique for masturbation where he sits, See, on, yeah. he sits on his own hand and makes it fall asleep so it feels like somebody else. It's the stranger. <laughs> All right, well, you know... That's there could be worse things, I guess. Yeah, it's not so bad. And they're yeah, probably I mean, on the internet already, right yeah, now. Yeah, it's like you say the word internet and masturbation. It's like I'm, I'm out. Yeah. I don't want to know. <laughs> you know, I have to say, I'd say the internet is creepy and weird. But I'm happy for the creepy and weirdness that is. I appreciate the creepy and weirdness on the internet because people who have, you know, we, I, everybody has stuff in there that's specific to them, stuff they like or whatever. And some people are obviously on the extreme. If those people can find each other. That's great. I think that's a good thing. If people have these interests that they can then, I guess, vent. I don't know, mm. for lack of a better term. It's not all pent up. Yeah, and they're not closed in their apartment, you know. Ugh, you know, you know. Hopefully they can find somebody else who wants to share this experience with them instead of forcing it upon yeah, somebody they else. They can find another stranger. Right. Yeah. <laughs> find another stranger. Find someone who has, like, a prosthetic hand or, or something. Oh, like man. I bet, I bet people are into that, right? <laughs> I'm sure you can find it. Let's, let's, you know there's a term. There's let's ruin my term. Google history search forever. <laughs> Here. Prosthetic I've had hand. to link some, some crazy <laughs> things before. Like, I think the, probably the worst thing I've ever had to link in the LinkedIn was schmoing. Um, but schmoing. It's uh, dudes who have a fetish for like really buff women who beat them up. Like imagine like a if you were into like bodybuilding women and you wanted them to beat you up and then well, good times. You know, get it on with them. Schmoing. You think it have a different name than yeah. that? Yeah. I don't know. I'm disturbed. I'm happy to say I looked up. I looked up prosthetic hands masturbation on Google. I got nothing. Really? Yeah. Nah, people got to be into that. I got some TV tropes, oddly enough, <laughs> which I don't know what that what TV show people are watching. Like, I wonder if you're into <clears throat> prosthetic hands, if like a mannequin hand would be good enough, or you're like, that's not realistic enough. Like, um, it, it needs to be a little more like utility <laughs> Gus, focused. you've clearly put a lot of thought into this. Do you want to borrow my computer for a second? <laughs> Do you want to start the trend? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start it. Fuck it. I'm going to start a... Prosthetic hand masturbation appreciation thread. So you're saying, like, like points of articulation Well, yeah. a big deal? Well, here's the good news. While I was searching for that, I was logged in as Jeff into Google. So that's, <laughs> that's on him now. Great. Let's look up some other stuff here. How about overthrow government? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think I'm, I'm signed into the, the Rooster Teeth YouTube account, which then links to Google. Yeah, Thank we, God for that. We, we disabled our, our search history, but you can still see the, the history on YouTube. And sometimes you can find some really interesting videos that other people in our office have watched because of it. I've, like, I've run into that, too. Yeah, I watched a Brooklyn Decker bikini video, and Jack found it as a result of that. And I think he had a journal about it on Rooster Teeth. <laughs> But yeah, if you look at look at the Rusty history on uh, on YouTube, you can find some interesting things. I got. I, in fact, I think I have a screenshot here of one that I took. Uh, I was like, I don't know what you're doing, but 
I was going to send it out, but I didn't want to shame anybody on the, <laughs> on the list. Let me, so I'll shame them on the podcast. Let me see if I can find that here. Yeah, if I shame them in front of just a couple employees, then you can shame them in front of thousands of yeah. listeners. Oh, damn it. I can't find it. I do have a screenshot here of CPNI Legion host who wrote us a compliment saying, Rooster Teeth, you guys don't ever suck cock ever. <laughs> so that's our best compliment that's I think I've ever received. the nicest thing anyone's ever said. Keep that, keep that cock out of your mouth. Yeah, at least on YouTube it's the nicest thing anyone's ever said. Oh, damn, I don't have it here. Oh, I guess I should mention while you're still looking for that. Uh, if you haven't looked at it, there's a new uh, Rooster Teeth animated adventure on our YouTube channel today. Oh, that's cool. Brand new, never shown before. Uh, oh, really? What, do you want to review it, uh, what the story covers? It has the uh, our recreation of an, a gaming industry party, <laughs> and it has your telling of the first time you watched Dawn of the Dead, and your brother told you it was based on a true story. Okay, yeah, fucking dickhead. <laughs> so we'll be releasing those every Wednesday, hand in hand with the podcast. So check it out. So you can't find that. You can't find the screenshot. No, I can't. Okay, but I want to go back because we were talking about the speed of light. So they broke the speed of light, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's an experiment. It's at the CERN they did this where they determined that neutrinos, which I don't know what the fuck neutrinos are. There's some kind of particle that theoretical. They're part of, they're part of a bounce breakfast. Apparently so. <laughs> and this thing goes faster than the speed of light. And then I had people correcting me. All the, all the, the professional scientists on the internet were coming back <laughs> to me and saying, Bernie, nothing can break the speed of light. They didn't break the speed of light. They were already going faster than the speed of light. It's like, what does that mean? That's breaking. They, they start breaking the speed you're of light. You should use that argument when you get a speeding ticket. You're like, officer, I wasn't speeding. I was already going faster than the speed limit. <laughs> Relation to the Earth's rotation. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so anyway, so they, they, they found something that was going faster than the speed of light. Okay? And so this... Was this, it Joel's car? <laughs> no, it's not Joel's car. <laughs> And it has to, so these particles now have to go to defensive driving. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, their insurance will go off. The, uh, <laughs> so they, they actually, this is a thing that they didn't think could happen. And it's supposed to be one of the I mean, fundamental laws yeah. of physics. I mean, ba- basically, what are they doing at CERN? They're like smashing particles, right? Right. And yes. they're looking, they're trying to find a certain particle um, when they smash these particles, particles together as a byproduct. Mm-hmm. And so what happened here? Were they smashing particles and one of them... After Smash broke the speed of light, is that? What uh, do you want me to expand on that? I don't fucking know. I mean, you just—that's the layman's explanation. Yeah, they did the smashing. I don't understand that. And they, they, they found some, something. They did the smashing, and they were like, "Hey, wait! This, everyone seems to have an erection." If, if you've just picked up the podcast and you're only listening halfway through, it's not going to make any sense. Anyone has a boner for science. Any, who wouldn't have a boner for science? Uh, and they're like, hey, so this one particle happened to break the speed of light. This is, I'm just guessing. Right. And they, were, they were able to, I guess, but, recreate it. And they're even saying, like, we don't believe what we're seeing. We must be doing something wrong. And this also way. they said, listen, we're not really concerned about this. We have this other thing we're sort of focused on. So we're not really interested in trying to argue with you about this or whatever. Here's the data. You go check it out. We're going to go back to the secret thing that we're working on. But don't worry about what we're working on here. We did happen to do the speed of light thing. Don't, I mean, just, you can pay attention to that part, but don't worry about what we're doing over here. What's going on? What are they working on? Well, it's like they they broke the speed of light, but they're not, they don't care about that part. There's something else they're working on. What are they working on? What's going on there? Do you remember any concern? We talked about this once before, too, I think. Do you remember the guy who was developing, um, it was a machine that would, rotate light through a series of mirrors and lasers and he would rotate it was a laser that he would send through mirrors and it would rotate it like through a through a column go on yes and <laughs> oh right and his theory was that if he could bend the light far enough that he could exceed the speed of light yeah which meant that he could send just light back in time 
And that's, well, who cares, right? You can send light back in time. Mm-hmm. Morse code and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. He can send data back. Mm-hmm. So then what he said was he was working on the machine, and he'd know when the machine was working because the moment it started to work, he would then immediately start to receive messages from himself in the future. Right. So that's an interesting concept. Like, you turn the machine on, right. and that's yeah. when you can start receiving... If Wednesday that, comes after well, Tuesday, he was successful. That's the depressing <laughs> thing about the fact that we know that we haven't discovered it because nothing's happening that, yeah. you know... Well, like, no, you don't, you don't we, know. Uh, things might a, have happened that no, you are unaware of. I, we want, like, an irresponsible person in the future to do something where he just, like, shows up in a fake alien spacecraft or whatever. We want some spectacle. What about, what about the internet? You know, you know what would be awesome? Yeah, but that, this is boring. This is we need something more. We need. It'd be a great movie too if he had the guy developing the machine and he turns the machine on to test it to see if it works and it receives a message and the first message is turn off the machine, run, and that's it. It's like what the fuck? And he's like, you know, then a knock at the door. You know what I mean? He's like instantly out the window. Don't open the door. <laughs> or he turns the machine on and an iPhone 5s comes out for Marshall. But in all seriousness, no. If they did break the speed of light, if this is a fundamental thing in the universe, a fundamental law of the universe, and we somehow have broken that, right? I mean, yeah. I, I put this on Twitter, but I really believe this. If we did that, we, that means we now live in the time when we are most likely to be contacted by an alien civilization. Like right now, because we've done this. So if someone can somehow measure this from afar that we've done this, and they would be concerned about that, now we live in a time when an alien – Civilization could take an interest in us. Sexually? <laughs> <laughs> that's because when they accelerate the part of the motors, they're like... They're into that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's their, like, putting their hand to sleep. It's like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's the alien stranger. That's civilization. <laughs> Neutrinos faster than speed of light. They're sitting, they're sitting on a tentacle right now, you think? Waiting for it. Oh, yes. But, but seriously, I mean, it's like... As silly as it sounds, I mean, do, you know, you have all these weird apocalyptic things like, oh, the, the you know, it's going to be the end of the biblical times and God's going to come down the angels, or the earth's going to explode and the sun's going to explode, or the Mayan calendar's going to run out. And you really don't believe all those things, but of all the weird, wacko, end-of-the-world scenarios, people do believe in alien civilizations. I mean, I well, believe... I mean, statistically, I believe, yeah, statistically, it's, just, it's, it's just more possible for it not to happen than to happen. So of all yeah. the crazy things, of all the crazy things that can end the world, all the weird sci-fi stuff that we just write off as being fiction, it could potentially happen that this alien ship shows up in the atmosphere one day and our lives are completely different. I mean, mm-hmm. that could happen. Statistically, it's probably not likely, but it could. And the, the mm-hmm. Mayan thing is just garbage. I don't necessarily believe in religion that God wants to destroy the earth that he built for whatever reason, you know. So I don't think those – I really don't believe those things are happening. But on some level, I honestly believe that aliens could show up. Like we could be at war with aliens just at any point. That could just start. So you think they'll immediately be hostile? No, I think like, it could have. Sure, okay. it could. That's a possibility. Why, why wouldn't they be? I think it would, it would be. You think so? Like I think they would show up and everyone would be frozen and you wouldn't know. You just like – you would just stop to be. You think they would have some technology where they would just shut off for like a nervous yeah, system like, or something? Oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You ever see Skyline? No. They kind of touched on that a little bit. Like, they had some kind of light that everyone, you know, they see the ship. Did that, did that movie come out? Yeah, it came out. It came out, it came out like two months before Battlefield Los Angeles or whatever that is. Yeah. Those are the guys that basically, did they steal? I'm not going to say steal, but they took Use these, resources. all the special effects. Yeah. Just the rumor money. was it was the visual effects company who worked on Battle Los Angeles. Uh-huh. And then when they were doing most of the visual effects for Battle Los Angeles, they decided to make their own Aliens Invade Earth 
sci-fi movie, VFX movie. And that, mm-hmm. was that part of it? For like a tenth of the budget, essentially. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then put it out two months before Battle of Los Angeles. Was that part of the thing where – how is it? There's like a beam of light and, they, and what happens? Okay, so like you know, if an alien spaceship lands or you know hovers over Austin, everyone in Austin is going to go outside and look at the thing and probably get their iPhone – I4S or whatever it is out and take <laughs> a picture Marshall's because it'll be too slow. Yeah. Marshall will be like, I'm still on dial-up. Mine's only 5.5 <clears throat> megapixels, so I can't really get a good photo. But, uh, so, you know, the thing in the movie was they would go out and look at the ship and the ship would emit this light that would then, like, do something like, you know... Men in Black. <clears throat> well, it would, like, they people couldn't look away and that's how they captured people was just, just the act of them looking at the light and so they didn't like explain a, how it worked. It was like a car accident. Yeah. People and then they would couldn't... start walking towards the ship and then it would draw them up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be something you don't understand. Yeah, something we don't have any concept of. Yeah, and you, you might not even be aware of it. It'll be over. Or, I mean, you know, simply, like, what if they can't reach us but they can send something here? You know? Like a bomb. Yeah. Or like, what was the thing in the Starship Troopers? They just sent a meteor. Oh, right. Right? Mm-hmm. They just knocked a meteor out of our asteroid belt. And, and Gus, you think, you think they're going to be, if we do come in touch with aliens, they're, they're, they're going to be hostile. No question. No question. No question. You're yeah. in amongst the human species. You know, when humans would meet other humans years ago, what happened? It's they, true. They would kill yeah, them. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing, though. I mean, they're not humans, so, I mean, all the rules yeah, are and they, they might not even recognize us as being alive. It's they true. show up and be like, what the fuck is this thing? Yeah, get it off here. Okay, there. Now we go. <laughs> we got the planet. Yeah, look at this waste. You know? yeah, what, I mean, what is, this? is this some yeah. kind of fungus? Let me wipe it off. <laughs> there it goes. Okay. Now we're good. I mean, we showed up on a planet and they had like the equivalent of like what we thought were cows. You know, I mean, on the planet. It's like, wow, these things are delicious. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't we spend time trying to figure out if they were sentient. We might be their aliens. We might. But I mean, if, if we come into a new planet and there's creatures on the planet that we can see... Hopefully we're not just going to eat them. Yeah. <laughs> we'll eat some of them. Hopefully we're just going to be like, well, I need to put right? that in my in yeah. myself. Eat some of them. Sure. And I, this alien thing, I just need to put it in me. Also, from, eat that. from experience, like if, if these are if like let's say there's a civilization that's met multiple, gone to multiple new planets, seen multiple forms of life, and mm-hmm. through experience they've learned it's just going to be a pain in the ass. To yeah, like, yeah. I've yeah. been through all those relationships. It's, it's, yeah. I know how this goes. They're, they're, they're just, just going to want to know about my technology. They're just going to try to use it to kill me. Emailing me. Yeah, let's just get rid of them. Let's just yeah, not even bother me. with it. And somebody will be like, hey, why don't we cure some diseases for these humans? You know, why don't we give them some technology? And they're going to be like, Bill, don't you remember the Alphans? You know, we gave them all that yeah. shit. And look what they did. They didn't fucking care. We'll, we had to kill them. We'll just be like a line item on some alien actuary table. <laughs> it's just like, get, yeah. rid of the civil, get rid of the life on that planet? All right, done. All right, let's take, let's take the big... Magnetic it, rock it's under a Canada. Funny, it's a funny exactly. assumption where it's basically like the assumption made where it's like if something is powerful, well, it's just going to crush everything else. There's, yeah. no, there's no benevolent, there's no like powerful that is going to care. Mm-hmm. Like the aliens, the aliens will show up and say like, this planet is three quarters water? Fuck these guys. We need <laughs> that shit. You know? I mean, we, we have the water is the most amazing chemical in the universe, you know, well, it makes all life possible. Well, here. Then, Mike, we dump our garbage. Don't tell them. We yeah. shit in it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like I saw this this image on Reddit the other day. It's like they took the Earth and they showed a picture of it with all the water removed, and they you know they showed it in space, and they showed like a ball next to it showing all the water on Earth. Mm-hmm. And it was tiny. And then they showed a ball next to that showing all the fresh water on Earth, which is even smaller. And the top comment to that was, let's shit in that smallest sphere. <laughs> 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 It's just ridiculous. And Joel, I mean, you wonder if we would, if we found a, an animal on another planet that was living, would we eat it? It's like we would eat some of them. Name a single. We, well, we'd certainly want to eat it. Name a single animal <laughs> on this planet that we haven't eaten. We've eaten every animal. 
In fact, we know which animals are poisonous because we ate them. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder about that sometimes. Like when you see like a weird looking fruit or a weird looking animal, who and like you think about like like who, 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 yeah, who was the first time a human encountered this and was like, "I'm going to try to eat this." <laughs> Dude, if, Let's see how this works. This if you, if your whole job all day was just finding food, like in the early days of not civilization but pre-civilization, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you're either going to starve or die, you know, be poisoned. Yeah. And how many people mm-hmm. ate like the poisonous fruit before like word got around to everyone? Like, don't eat that one. <laughs> Right. Well, that's why they have colors, right? And they just—I mean, why do animals know that? Don't eat that frog because that frog will kill you. Right. You know? Yeah. This is like Lake in Australia, where it's like these this frog and the snake have been evolving for all these years, and like the frog keeps getting more and more venomous, and the snake keeps getting more and more like having the ability to swallow venomous things and live. <laughs> you know, it's like this battle, this war of like I'm just gonna get more poisonous. Well, I'm just gonna get more tolerant to poison and so like this it's frog like, is like one of the most poisonous thing you look at it and you die it's just like <laughs> some color it's like, the, it's like the spaceship in skyline <laughs> it's right. like a, it's like an arms race in the animal kingdom yeah and no doubt i will run across that frog hey um yeah and by the way just so we're, we're under the right context because bernie gave me gave this a whole bad framing but um i love australia and i love australians I don't love 17-hour plane rides. No, 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 no. So, so, so just so we have a context, like once I get to Australia, I'm not going to want to leave because I'm not going to want to get on the plane to do another 17-hour. So it's not... You're going to hang out with get, the frog I don't want and the anyone, I don't want anyone to have the impression, like, I love Australia and Australians. And probably I won't come back because I won't want to fly for 17 hours. You won't come back to Australia is what you saying. Yep. And New Zealand. They, I heard New Zealand crossed the uh, more people than cheap line recently. <laughs> more people than cheap... <laughs> That's like the price to earnings ratio for a country. You know? <laughs> Invest. Yeah. So you buy. Where are they on the parabolic curve now? No, I'm New not Zealand. sure. I just I heard like a year. Their PS ratio is off the chart. Yeah. It's like, <clears throat> yeah. New Zealand is an interesting country because they're so protected ecologically. We were in the airport there, and there was a dog walking around. You know, one of the with the cop. And you, you think in America you see that you think they're sniffing for drugs. This dog sniffs for fruit. And vegetables, mm-hmm. it, which was like most dogs sniff for food. I mean, it's, like, yeah. it's just a dog, probably. <laughs> to drink it. It's like, wow, this dog is awesome at finding food. Good to find a vegetarian dog, though. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they won't let you bring anything. And like, New Zealand didn't have any spiders. I want to say or snakes. New Zealand doesn't have any snakes. Oh, really? What? And so they... That, like, that place sounds awesome. No snakes yeah. at all. Whereas Australia yeah. has they every snake. Pools? Yeah, <laughs> has, has mega snakes. I'm, probably, I'm pulling the brand in here, you know. We uh, one, one time we went to New Zealand. I remember there was this dude. They said there was the dog walking around, sniffing everyone's luggage, and we were, you know, we were waiting for our bags. And this dude pulls his bag off the luggage, and immediately the dog like makes a beeline for him, and like you know, stares at his suitcase and then sits down. So the the officer with him is like, "Sir, I need to go through your luggage." The guy's like, "Okay." So they sit there and they pull everything out of this guy's bag, and they look, and there's nothing in there. So the officer's like, "All right, sorry to inconvenience you." The guy's like, "Oh, it's okay." He's, like, kind of grumbling, and he puts all this stuff back in the suitcase, zips up the suitcase, and I'm not shitting you. As soon as he zips up the suitcase, a second dog makes a beeline, comes through his bag, and sits down immediately. The officer's like, sorry, I need to go through that. And he's like, but the guy just went through it. Like, sir, don't get argumentative. We need to look through your bag. And he made him empty it again and go through it a second time. Wow. Ugh. Yeah. So, so don't, did they, did they find anything the second time? The second time, didn't find anything again. Wow. You think they would coordinate their efforts a little bit, so don't take any plants in your uh, in your luggage when you uh, go down there. Apparently, New Zealand has no land snakes. They only have sea snakes. <laughs> That's worse. Well, yeah. But, you know. <laughs> snakes in water, no. They don't get in your bed, you know. These are snakes that are only capable of swimming thousands of miles in the ocean. You'll be fine on land. <laughs> have you guys... This is a weird offshoot of Austin hitting fucking 
90 days this year over 100 degrees. We shattered like some 100-year-old record. And a weird offshoot is that of that is now that the temperature is coming down, snake activity is way up because all the snakes were hiding. That's It's too hot for fucking snakes, <laughs> for rattlesnakes. I mean, rattlesnakes are like, if you draw a desert, you put a, a rattlesnake in it to indicate this is a desert. But our snakes were hiding because it was so fucking hot in Austin. Now they're out because they're, you know, they... Do snakes hibernate? I don't know, whatever they were doing. But they're like, their activity's way up. Yeah. So they, there's all these warnings about it. They put on their bathing suits and go down to Barton Springs. <laughs> <laughs> they come back with their luggage from Florida. <laughs> snake luggage. No, sna- snakes do hibernate. They have dens that they live in underground. You have uh, snake dens that, that they yeah, wait that's, in that's when it's you, cold. That's, you never want to discover that. Yeah, because since they're cold-blooded creatures, they, uh, they can't deal with... Uh, Temperature swings. You, know, you don't want to discover it because the act of discovery is reciprocal. It's like it discovers you at the same time. <laughs> like when you put your hand in, it's like, wow, we're both discovering one another here. Yeah, there's like it's like that scene actually in uh, True Grit. There's a scene where they discover a rattlesnake yeah. Uh, den. Yeah, that seems like the worst thing ever. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, don't yeah. don't go in there. That's like a that's like a d- gateway to hell, right? <laughs> like if you go far enough down in that, you'll reach hell, and there'll be devil going, "How'd you get past all the snakes? <laughs> all, all the snakes? <laughs> Isn't that creepy?" And you know, I, I don't know if you know this, but baby snakes are much more dangerous than adult snakes. That they're more venomous. Did you know that? No. Is it like more concentrated venom? Mm-hmm. They're more concentrated. And they Terrible don't hunt. Juice. So if you come across a baby snake, it probably hasn't bitten anything either. Mm. Once you're, again, you're I, popping will, I, cherry. Will, I will refer to the internet here. <laughs> I will refer to the internet to make sure that's true. So it's like carry is more dangerous than... I haven't bitten anybody yet. Same with scorpions. Smaller the scorpion, the more dangerous it well, is. The, the, the smaller the pinchers. Is the rule. Is that what it is? Yeah. If the pinchers on a scorpion are small, stay away from it. If it has big pinchers, no. It's fine. Okay, that's like it's almost, it's Yeah, almost, it's weird. It's like a weird balance. Like, they, they don't need big pinchers if they can kill you. Oh. I think that's the, uh, that's the evolutionary term. I'm just thinking about Zoe Brick, man. I feel like you're <laughs> saying pinchers Zoe? wrong, but you're not. It's weird. It's like there's a weird... <laughs> Should be pinchers? Like Chicago? I, expect, I guess I expect you to say pincers. I don't know why. But you're, it sounds like you're emphasis. Say it again. Pinchers? I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I just, I, for some reason, it feels like you're saying it wrong. You're just making me paranoid. Baby snakes, more paranoid. venomous. Look at that. Google autocomplete is verifying for me. Yeah. Or or it's either I'm right or it's a commonly held misconception if it autocompletes <laughs> for you. Yahoo Answers has an answer for me. Oh, like, I, love, I love Yahoo Answers. You know what? Fuck, Yahoo, Yahoo Answers has broken Google, though. When you try to find an answer oh, to a right. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you just block hey, Yahoo have Answers? Have you guys ever found a site that has yeah, any answer-related anything? I mean... Ever found any success with any of those sites? No. I mean, all it is is like the first answer is like some guy smarting off about what the you know. There's, there's no. There's nothing helpful. Yeah. Nope. Yahoo Answer says I was wrong. It was a commonly held misconception. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah, you can do an advanced query. I think where you exclude certain domains from your search. This is a site I trust. This is a herpetologist forum somewhere. I don't even know what a herpetologist is. This is study snakes and lizards and turtles. Okay. That, I would trust that then. And then yeah. they have in parentheses, also frogs and salamanders. Because <laughs> those are amphibians. <laughs> well, that must have been like a point of contention. Somebody goes, put the goddamn frogs and salamanders on. <laughs> all, right, <laughs> all right, but it's in parentheses. <laughs> yeah, that's right. we got to keep some street cred. We're not going to throw in the fucking salamanders. Myth, are baby snakes more poisonous than an adult snake? I've heard this from several non-herp people. <laughs> Venomous snakes are no more toxic as babies as than they are as adults. It is true. As babies, they are just under control the flow of venom. When needed, it doesn't make them more dangerous than the adults. Okay, so I right. well, I retract. You, you learned something. I did. We all learned. We're going to reclassify into the nature category. What about the scorpion thing, though? Is that true? It's no, not totally my fault. Okay. okay. I'm a non-herp. 
So <laughs> I only know so much about snakes. And people. also frogs and elements. A little bit. <laughs> Is that how you would, how you'd say a parentheses? Yeah. It's like instead of air quotes, like air parentheses, you like encapsulate it with your hands. We're talking lizards. We're talking snakes, turtles, frogs and elements. That's our official emphasis, vocal emphasis for parentheses. All right. If it was brackets, I'd have to say like. If, I, if it was brackets, I'd have to say like computer frogs and elementers. I'd have to say like Lopez. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. We're going long. Please visit herpsofarkansas.com, which you'll is find our sponsor the, for this week's podcast. You'll find it in the link dump, and if you're listening to Enhanced Podcast, so how many people, how right people listen to this? Uh, like eh, over two million a quarter, like two point four million. We crashed the site once with the link dump, the uh, the the website that simulates computer like your coding as you're bang on the keyboard. Yeah, I tried to go to it right after that podcast because yeah, I wanted to sound cool. That went away. Like, nope. Okay. Well, that's it. Thank you for listening, everyone. Bye.